Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. You know, rarely do I run into a Christian that doesn't want to improve their prayer life. It's it's a wrestling match for all of us every year. Well, today on the podcast, I'm going to share with you four simple ideas that will hopefully help improve your prayer life as it has mine in 2023. Let's get started. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day. My day started a little rough. I got out of bed thinking I'm going to conquer some projects that I know I don't want to do. So, so I'm not a, I'm not a do-it-yourself. I'm not a handyman. I'm, I'm actually pretty bad at it. I, could, I can YouTube about anything, but I get irritable pretty quick, and I... All I had to really do today, there's three little projects, and one of them was going to be to go into our guest bathroom. We are going to be hosting Christmas at our house here in a few days, and we need to get into the guest bathroom, and I needed to hang up a new toilet paper roll holder. That's it. That's it. But of course, the spot that it needs to go has no studs, and so there's those plastic anchors, I think they're called, and so I... I was going to try to get them in there and they will not hold it up and it's falling and now I have eight holes in my wall and it needs, it needs patched. I mean, it is a mess. I set everything down. I said, I'm leaving. I'm going to do the podcast. I am not good with that stuff. But so here we are and I may talk for hours so I don't have to go back and tackle that again. But let's talk prayer today because prayer is another situation, another subject, another topic that we as Christians know that we're supposed to do. Prayer is so important. We read about men in the Bible like Joshua who prayed and the moon and the and the sun stood still. We, we see about Moses who prayed and, and God even stopped him and sent him out to the Red Sea and part of the Red Sea. We, we, we see these men and women in the Bible who prayed and then we look at our prayer life and we are like, oh, there's something wrong with my prayer life. And many Christians that I talk to are struggling with the subject of prayer. Matter of fact, one of the posts that I posted, I think this year, probably the most liked, most shared, most whatever post was about prayer. Prayer is a subject that we struggle with. Now, why do we struggle with it? A lot of us don't struggle with the how-to. There have been some people that have approached me and they're Concerned with how do I pray? How do I, do I have to start with dear Heavenly Father? Or And there are some of those practical ones that I'm not really going to get into today, just some ideas. But mainly it's just being consistent. It's just showing up and spending time in prayer. And so I want to talk about that today. I just wrote down about four ideas. I did in an earlier blog post, I did four ideas to help improve our Bible reading in 2023. What you're listening to, by the time you're listening to it, will probably be a blog post because I'm going to finish typing it up today after this. Anything to avoid going back down there and do it, do, do it your homes, do it yourself stuff around the house. But I'm going to finish typing that up and then that will be on the blog at bradmcclure.org. You can read some of this. But before I even finish that article, I just wanted to talk about prayer here on the podcast. And so four ideas that I, I think could help improve your prayer life in 2023. If you say, my prayer life right now is in pretty, I'm in a pretty good routine, great. 
this may not be for you. It may not be. So go read the blog post, share it on social media, and you may be good. But I found a few things that have helped me this year. By the way, when you do go to the blog post, I posted, I'm going to post a picture on there, and that's the place that I've been spending my time in prayer this year. And it's a, it's a place that's really special to me. Maybe I'll get into that a little bit more here in a minute, one of these points. So number one is this. Number one, first idea, find a time that works in your schedule. Find a time that works in your schedule. Now, right now, some of you are going, wait, 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 wait. I read your blog post on Bible reading, and I listened to your podcast on improving Bible reading, and that was your first point for that. That's correct. But I'm not taking the cheap road out here. I'm not taking the easy road and just picking a point. This is just a point that I must be really settled on, and God's really working on me on. I do believe that we have to find a time that works in our schedule. Don't don't get the mindset. I think I said this with the Bible reading when, well, Daniel prayed at morning, noon, and night, and so I need to make sure I'm squeezed. If you want to do that, I think that's a great pattern. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. We got to always be in the spirit of prayer. But find a time that you can spend some time in personal prayer with God. I'm not talking about uh, praying over your food and things. I'm just talking about your personal time with God. Find a time that works for you. For me this year, this year for me, there were two specific times that helped. Number one was when I'm driving to work. I've got about a 12-minute drive to work. By the time I back out of my garage and my car begins to turn, I'm already engaged in prayer. I start praying at that point. And I talk to God about whatever's on my mind, whatever's on my heart. And I begin to talk to him there. That's the first time. The second time is not as much. I'll get back to it. Maybe I'll, I'll share that second time. That's not, not my main time. But I'm going to share that second time with you in a second. One of these other points. But my other main, main time is my lunch. Because on my lunch, at least from about mm, April on this year, I would leave and go to the graveyard here in town. You say, wow, that sounds dead, Brad. Okay. I would go to the graveyard here in town at the graveyard. This is a town you got to remember I've grew, I've grown up in. I grew up in this town. Um, I was here until college. Then I went down to Florida to college. And then I went to Michigan and was an assistant pastor for eight years. And then I went down to Southern Indiana, was a senior pastor for four years. And then I ended up coming back here. And so I was away for a while. But back, as many of you know, back in 2008, my son was born and he died about five and a half months later. And he is buried there. And he was buried there in Cloverdale, even though I lived in Michigan at the time, because we knew, I knew that this would always be a hub for me. I knew my family wasn't going to move. They've lived here their entire lives. And so this would always be a hub. I didn't know that I would be back. And so I am. And so now at lunch, I'll go and I'll park there. And then I begin to walk, and especially on the nice days, I will just walk. So I'm killing a couple birds with a stone. I'm getting some exercise, but I'm also spending that time walking in prayer. And for me, that was the best time because I can just pour my heart out to God and, and really no one's around. There are actually more people that come into a graveyard than you think, but, but for the most part, no one's around and I can just pray. But that's what worked for me. And so what about you? 
what time works for you. It may not be five in the morning, may not be late at night because you'll fall asleep, but is there a time when you can get away and spend some time in prayer? And a second thing that goes right along this, the second idea that helped me this year in those two times is I begin to pray out loud. Have you ever tried that? I, I find that when I pray out loud, it helps me form thoughts. It helps me stay focused. And so I like to pray out loud. And so when I'm driving in my car to work, a lot of times I'm praying out loud. Like I've said before, people are probably driving by me and thinking I'm crazy, but I'm just talking to God. And then when I'm walking at the graveyard, assuming no one's there, I'm just praying out loud. No, it's not loud. I'm not loud. I'm not even as loud as I'm talking right now to this podcast. I'm just, I'm just talking kind of quietly. It's kind of like, I, I kind of picture, remember when Hannah in the Bible was praying about having a child and, 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 and was it Penina that saw her and she's like, she was wondering, are you drunk? And then later her husband saw her and was wondering, are you drunk? Because she was just the, she was kind of muttering, her lips were moving and she was talking a little bit, but they didn't know. That's sometimes how it is. I'm not always like real loud and trying to, I'm just talking to God. So maybe pray out loud. Number one was find a time that works for you. But number two was maybe spend some time praying out loud. But then number three, I, I, number three, the third idea is this, write out your prayers. Write out your prayers. Now, let me tell you what I don't mean at first, although it may be an idea for you. I'm not saying write word for word your prayers. Some people do that. Some of the old time Bible scholars of the past would write out their prayers and we still have them today. And we read them in books and things like that. So I'm not saying that's not a good idea. It's not an idea that works for me and it's my podcast. So I get to share what I want. No, I'm just kidding. So maybe that's what you would like to do. But for me, I have found that just some bullet points on a prayer list help me. Now, this is the time I was telling you about that I'll, I'll also quickly pray, but I didn't mention it's not the main two times like on my drive or on my walk. But another time that I, I like to pray is as soon as I get to my office, I will pull out my journal and I'll begin to write things down for the day or what happened last night, write things down for the day. But I also jot down at that point a few prayer requests that I want to remember for the for the week. And I'll just write them down. And as I'm writing them down, I'm praying. So I'm not sitting in my office, people walking by and I'm talking praying out loud like Dear Lord, please be with my mom in this situation. This I'm not I'm not doing that. I may be doing that on my walk of the graveyard and I may be doing that on the car ride. But when I'm writing in my journal, as I'm just writing the name down, I'm just saying a quick prayer for that person. And then Day two, I may have already written those down, so I'm just going over them and I'm just looking at them. And as I'm just kind of quickly looking at them, I'm just whispering a prayer quietly in my mind. And I'm just saying a prayer about that. And then I'm adding things to that list throughout the week. Now, I did two one, two this year. One, one There was a few months when I did a monthly prayer list where I was writing down things I heard at church or things people asked me to pray about. Maybe things that you guys sent me a message and asked me to pray about. I would write those in my monthly journal and I would and I would just continue every day to spend some time and pray about them. Sometimes I would remember them on my drive. Sometimes I would remember them on my walk. But other times it was just when I looked at that specific list, I remembered and I would pray for it. And then I would make a note to go back and follow up with that person later on in that month to see how it was progressing, to see how that situation was going. I can think specifically, I actually have my journal in front of me. 
I can think specifically, I won't give you this situation, but I was going into a weekend that I knew was going to have a lot of situations that were going to be tense, that were going to be, uh, for me, it was going to cause me to have some anxiety. I knew it was going to be that type of weekend. And so I was, I put on my list that week, here's some things that need to be worked out, God. I don't know how to work these out. I need your help. I need your, I, I'm praying. And I just prayed to, I wrote them on my list. I think I even spent that. They even made it to the level of my walks and prayers. And as I prayed, God worked those out. And what happened was at the end of that weekend, I went back and looked to write my next prayer list. And I looked back and I saw how God had answered those. And sometimes to my shame, I didn't even acknowledge it in the weekend. But on Monday, when I was reflecting back on my prayer request from last week, I thought, wow, God, you took care of that. I was worried about that on last Monday and this Monday. I'm not even thinking about it. And then I took time to give praise to God, which is my fourth idea for next year. First idea, find a time that works in your schedule. Number two, maybe pray out loud. Number three, write out your prayers. But then number four, Add a variety to your prayers. Now, I almost changed the word variety, and I may by the time this makes it to the blog post, because this is the point I'm currently writing. But by variety, I mean this. Prayer in its very core is asking. It's asking God. And that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there are aspects of prayer that we are to do. For instance, confession. I do hope that you confess sin. I feel, I feel like at any one of my prayer times, when I'm pulling out of that drive, like I said in the car, one of my first prayer requests for me, this is how I, one of my first prayer requests is, God, is there anything between me and you right now? And I'll pause. And if I know something's on my mind and that I'm wrong at that point, that's I try to confess it to God first. How I believe, I shouldn't say believe, but how I think in my mind is I've always been taught that sin breaks my fellowship with God. And so how my little mind thinks, and God is a lot bigger than me, and he could probably work some details out, but how my mind thinks is right at the bat, I need to scrub myself clean spiritually so that I can talk to God. I want nothing between me and him. So confession for me is the first thing. I've heard of others doing it different. That's fine. This is just how I tend to think. I confess my sin, and I deal with that sin immediately. And then, and then, you know, there is the prayer, the type of prayer that we're used to is asking and ask God for the needs, which I've kind of mentioned, but there's other things like praise. As I just mentioned, go back and look at your prayer requests for your last few months and your last week and spend some time praising God and thanking God for what he's done. There's a type of prayer called adoration. We are just thinking about and, and, and adoring who God is and giving him praise for who he is. Some think about his name, some think about his promises, but you're thanking God for who he is. And then there's a form of prayer that we call intercessory prayer. It kind of sometimes in our mind gets lumped together with, with our regular prayer requests, but intercessory prayer is when you pray for others. I mentioned this earlier. I said, I have a list of things I pray for, and then I try to follow up on some of those prayer requests if they involve other people. I was just quickly talking about intercessory prayer. But sometimes we get so consumed with asking for ourselves all the time, which isn't wrong. We forget to pray for others. Intercessory prayer. Write down some prayer requests for others and then go back and talk to them. So add a variety to your prayer time. Maybe sometimes on my walks I say, God, all I want to do is praise you today. And give him some praise. Well, I have... So, you know, some days I'm like, I spend the first few minutes just doing some confessing because maybe I've been a rotten sinner that week. I don't know. But I'm dealing with sin. But
we need to maybe add, add some variety to our prayer life. And not just, I don't want to downplay praying for yourself. Because many times Jesus looked at him and said, what do you want? You know, Prayer is asking, and it's nothing wrong with praying for yourself. But we do need to pray for others. We need to, do need to deal with sin. We do need to have a thankful and, 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 and a heart of worship and praise to God. Add a variety to your prayers. The verse, I don't even have my Bible in front of me. I've just been given these points. Shame on me as a podcast host. But the verse that I think of often when I think of prayer is in Ephesians chapter 3, and I think it's verse 20. Fact check me if you want at home. Now, But it says this, Unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, the Holy Spirit who lives in us. But what I love about God in this verse is he says he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask. That's when you take serious prayer, God can do beyond what you're going to ask him in prayer. But then he can do beyond what you're even thinking about and not even ready to ask. That's the God that we talk to every single day. Now there's a spiritual battle. And in 2023, if you're serious about improving your prayer life, Satan is going to battle you. He's going to try to stop you because he knows the power of prayer. Just like I said last week, he knows the power of the Bible. He knows the power of prayer. He doesn't want you interceding. He doesn't want you asking. He wants you to, in a sense, forget about God until the next Sunday. But we need to become men and women who spend daily time in prayer. What's it going to be for you this year? Are you going to find a time that works for you? Are you going to maybe consider praying out loud? Maybe consider writing down some prayers? And then add a variety to your prayer life. And let's make 2023 a year of prayer. I want to hear back from you. Go back and find the blog post that I'm going to be putting on bradmcclure.org. Hit the comment section. I think you have to be a member to comment, but become a member Hit the comment section. Let me know for you. What did you do in 2022 that really helped your prayer life? I would love to know that. And maybe it would have helped me. And I'll have to add to this list in 2023. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful week. Hey, friends. Thanks for sticking around to the end. As I said at the very end of that lesson, I want to encourage you to go over to the blog post. It's bradmcclure.org, and it should be titled something unless I change it by then, but Ideas to Improve Your Prayer Life in 2023. Take a look at it. You've probably heard most of it here today, but there may be some things I snuck in there. Definitely look at the picture of the place that I walked just because I like that at the top. And then uh, if it's encouragement to you, maybe it'll be an encouragement to someone else. So share it on social media and encourage people to pray in 2023 if you're not yet a member of the website or a follower of the blog or that or the newsletter you can do all of that at bradmcclure.org now i sent out for the first time a test run of the new kind of format for the newsletter i didn't hear any negative feedback so i think that's going to work and uh, i'm just being i'm just prayerful right now so pray for me i know you got a lot of things on your mind we've got christmas and everything but we just talked about prayer so pray for me just seeking some wisdom on what to do about this podcast, what to do about the newsletter, what areas to focus it on, and I'm praying about themes for next year. 
I'm always interested to hear back from you. So send me an email. Find me on uh, the blog or social media or something. Send me some feedback. What is a what is the best way for you to learn? That's something I'm interested in. Do you like these podcasts, audio podcasts? Do you listen to it? Do you like video? Do you get onto YouTube much? I haven't done much there, but I'm going back to that soon. Um, is that a format that you like? Do you like to read? So you read blog posts or you read short things? If you do, do you like longer blog posts or do you like shorter ones? Do you like longer newsletters, shorter ones? I'm open to all kinds of feedback because this isn't a church. This is just me trying to be an encouragement to other Christians. And so I'm always interested in some feedback. Have a great week. Have a wonderful Christmas. And we'll be back Probably not Sunday, it's Christmas Day. Probably take a little break. We'll be back with you next week.